1: Welcome to the show in a brand new week, Ivy Nation Sports Talk. He's Vince Dario. I'm Sean Styers. Glad to be back. Vince has been uh, under the weather a bit. I've been out and about traveling yeah. to a couple of different states with Notre Dame women's basketball. It was a longer, mm-hmm. longer regular season trip than than we've had before. But
2: yeah, that was very similar to like a ACC tournament. Yeah, kind of trip wasn't it? I mean, yeah, it was like four and a half wise. days by the time it was all said and
1: done. Uh, trust me, I had a, I had a suitcase full of dirty clothes <laughs> when I came back. That I get a lot get of a
2: downtime. I would stuff. imagine Uh that you know, it's one thing when you're there with, not not I shouldn't say people you know or people you don't know. I mean, you know the people you travel with, but like, you know, you're kind of your own entity.
1: Still different, yeah, yeah, yeah. because. Friday, we, you know, we half the day Friday was a bus ride from Charlottesville, Virginia down to okay. Winston Salem, North Carolina. And then Saturday was pretty much, you know, it was like, you know, there were a couple team meals and stuff like that. But other than that, it was pretty much do your own thing and, yeah. you, know, you know, ended up watching football well at night. So that's
2: help- helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Back in the old days, you know, there were like a couple, you know, that go out and have a couple pops. You know, with some off time and stuff like that, it's a different crew, though. Yeah,
2: I I remember stories from back when you used to travel with the baseball team. Yes, that that is not, I would imagine, the way things are when you're traveling with the women's basketball team. No, it's a little different. Throw it out there.
1: Yeah. So, unfortunately, with Vince being under the weather and me being gone, and we were even, you know, we had originally planned the Friday show. We had all that, but because of the bus ride and the timing of that, we went straight. To a restaurant for dinner right off the bus ride. So we couldn't, you know, work out of time to get things done. I think Brian Brian had some kind of show on Friday. I'm not exactly sure when his show was. But in any case, we are back. Yes. We'll have shows for the next few days. I'm actually going to be traveling on Friday again this week because we're going to Yukon. A uh
2: That's right. We have to make a decision about Friday, don't we? I remember a text somewhere there in the fog for me that there's something we have to decide about Friday. Right. And
1: I'll have to go back and look at that again. And we'll get
2: that figured yeah, out. I don't remember. point, Yes. We'll try. We'll try to have a show on Friday. We'll, we'll <laughs> give it a shot.
1: Uh, crazy. Uh, not real crazy. You know, mostly chalk, I guess. NFL but playoffs over the good weekend. Good games. Don't yeah. you think?
2: Like they were, they were competitive games from what I can remember. Like. <laughs> i mean it was they all run together and the only me. one
1: that really wasn't competitive turned out to be the ravens texans game it was at least competitive for a half yeah that's true before the ravens kind of because it was it 10 over 10 at half. halftime yeah. Wasn't it? yeah yeah it was really tight because i i, I kind of had a feeling i didn't you know there no no money down or anything but i had a feeling, right like, man, maybe houston pulls this off because the ravens have struggled in the playoffs before and whatever else but they're just put um, together this
2: year though they, they've got yeah. a lot of answers um to a lot of questions on that roster you know what yeah. i mean and i i think i feel like the texans are still you know they're not there yet they're 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 getting there they're on the verge like maybe they're even a year ahead of schedule maybe for when they thought that they would be in the playoffs making a run you know what i mean right um so yeah it just I don't know. That was a lot for them to overcome, especially on the road and in the cold and all that other stuff too. Uh, Might've been different if it was down in Houston, you know, indoors controlled environment. Sure. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Lamar Jackson's good though. That's, that's, that's my biggest takeaway from that game. Lamar Jackson's good. A lot of people wish they would have been bidding for Lamar Jackson last off season. Atlanta might not be looking for a new head coach (laughs) if, if they got in the, uh, Lamar Jackson sweepstakes when they had the opportunity to. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's um, only two home teams have lost in the first two weekends. Good point. Cowboys. Yeah. Mm. Buffalo yesterday. Only yeah. two home teams have
2: lost. It was it was on a platter for Buffalo, and I feel it like was. they blew, I feel like they blew it. I really do. They did not take advantage of the multitude of mistakes <laughs> that Kansas City made. And uh, th- this was the year like they they had all these parallels pregame between Brady and Manning mm-hmm. and Mahomes and Allen and like it would all set up for Allen to win this one. Uh, you know, but I I don't know, man, like I, I saw a tweet actually right before the show and it showed like the salary cap hit for uh, Josh Allen and what his contract was going to be towards the team. And, you know, obviously it incrementally goes up over the past mm-hmm. few years. It jumps from like $15, $18 million or whatever to like $47 million next year. Right. Like right, massive hit. Like that, you know, yes, you got to pay your quarterback, but man, you're going to have a hard time putting a team around him.
1: Yeah, a lot of similarities with him and Dak, you know, and he'll never get the criticism, Dak. To me, I, I will say this because I texted Jesse this yesterday i i like josh allen's a really good quarterback but entirety of the buffalo bills roster not nearly as talented as the one down in dallas they are very well coached though to get to where they are
2: that's yeah that's very true
1: that's the compliment that i will give them quarterback (laughs) standpoint there's a lot of hype on josh allen i don't feel like he gets near the criticism. In times like this, because it's like, oh, well, he had to face Patrick Mahomes. You know, like you brought up the Brady, Peyton Oh, he had to face Mahomes. You know, what do you expect? Whatever. But this game was in Buffalo. It was there for you to win. Like, there there are no excuses to me. You had the opportunity. And when that clock started running down, they got to the two-minute warning. I thought, man, Buffalo is going to end up walking out of there with the win. And they didn't score the entire fourth quarter.
2: They found a and, way to blow it, man. I tell yeah. you what, I yep. was pretty. Surprised. I don't think
1: Allen gets near the criticism that he deserves because that's well, because the
2: Bills don't have the following. They don't have the right. following that the Cowboys, and that's
1: have. it. That's it. There's just not nearly the expectation on on, you know, maybe from the the Bills Mafia, there is, but
2: but it's such a smaller yeah group exactly. of people than who follow the Cowboys, and I mean you've said it yourself many times, so I'm not putting words in your mouth, but like you watch you know, good morning football and all these different things. They're always talking about the Cowboys. They're not talking about the Bills as much. You know what I mean? In the yeah. offseason and during the regular season, the Bills come up in the Josh season.
1: Allen's not leading off the show like I'm saying, yeah. Time. You know, because because, you know, and I, I don't want to get hung up on the Dallas angle, but, you know, because that's a week ago now at this point. But most of the talk all week has been about Dak. That was a complete team failure. And to me, it's more a failure of the coaching staff. The, the the preparation you know the the right. day in and day out preparation it's more much more a failure about that than it was the quarterback but all the conversation has been about the quarterback really since then. Right. or at least you know it went from you know there was there was the McCarthy conversation for a couple of days but most of the criticism has been more of it anyway i think has been at the quarterback than it's even right. been on the head coach there were a lot of excuses. You know, like media excuses that started or rationalization type stuff. You know, revol you know revolving around Jerry Jones, why he's keeping McCarthy and all that. Like, I feel like I feel like Dak has gotten a lot more of the heat, and I think that it it needed to be more on the coaching staff. And I even heard today that that like from a Jerry Jones standpoint, he puts most of the blame on that loss on Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, than he puts on the head coach. It's like. Okay, you had a bad game, but you're going to put the blame exclusively on him? Okay, whatever. Wow. Whatever you want to do. That's Jerry's world.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
1: Uh, you know, it. this conversation we're having right here kind of got me thinking about Notre Dame playoffs, you know, college football playoffs a year from now, because the thing is, you know, the pool is expanding from four to 12, but yep. I think that that is going to, I think ultimately it's going to really affect year in and year out you know how we think because right now it's like oh you got a great chance you're gonna you got a better chance to get in you're gonna feel good about that up front but how long is it gonna take until just getting there isn't good enough or just winning one or two games because you've got to win you know multiple rounds to advance in the college football playoff just like the nfa it's going to be much more like the nfl playoffs now as opposed to what we've seen you know so like the, the the question is, how is this expanded field? How how is it gonna change how we think about the success or failure of a Notre Dame season? What do you think about that for starters?
2: Well, it'll it'll change things because people are gonna have to get used to the new terminology, right? Because, you know, Notre Dame, so they make the playoff next year and they don't win any games. Well, that that's that's not good. That's not good enough. Uh, you know, that that's a failure. But then you'd be like, well, they made the playoff. Well, we got to get used to the new terminology. Finishing it in the top 12 and making the playoff is like going to a new year six game. That that's that's what it is. Right. <clears throat> right. So you've got to be able to go in there and you gotta win that game. And that was the expectation going into this year was getting to the new year six and winning it. Like that was my expectation. That was the my floor of an expectation this year. It wasn't to make the playoff. That was, you know an expectation, I suppose, but the floor get to a new year, six, win it. And then you win. you know, you've got a great launching point to the next year, right? Sure. So we have to change our terminology because if this is next year and it's the same team and I have the same expectations, the expectation would be to make the playoff and win a game in the playoff. That would be the expectation. So we have to change like our vocabulary to match the expectations. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think so. I, I mean, I I completely understand what you're saying. But, you know, it's like when you... I understand, like, what you're saying right there. But then when you sit and you kind of step back and you look at it, okay, not only has... Like, Notre Dame hasn't won a New Year's Six Bowl in more than 30 years 93. at this point. Right? Yep. So, So now... You're essentially, just to get to the championship game, going to ha- have to win three games of essentially equal caliber Sure. with, with you know, barring upsets. Each round is going to get a, a little bit tougher to advance, you know. So Absolutely. It's, it's like at some point, you know, again, like where we are right now, it's, it's like everyone's expecting that Notre Dame is going to get into the playoff. A year from now. you know I think you know I think most like most Notre Dame fans when I say everyone it's like most everyone's expecting that a year from now yeah. and then just like you said the basic expectation is you're going to win that game well sure. how many times of just doing that are the expectations going to swing pretty quickly like you know just like with Josh Allen Okay, the Buffalo Bills went forever without getting in the playoffs. Now they're in the playoffs every year, but well, sure, you got to play Patrick Mahomes every year. Well, yeah, you're not going yeah. anywhere, you, you know. Just like with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, you're in the playoffs, you're winning twelve, like you're winning twelve games in the regular season, right? But what you know, it's it's not give, it's not doing anything for you once you get to the playoffs. And it's going to change. I think it's gonna, you know, it's. It's pretty quickly, depending on success or failure, it's going to change how we think about a season, ultimately. Like, it's okay, it's like, okay, it's great you're in the playoffs, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like taking a look at Mike Bray in the NCAA, you know, like with with his tournament success. Great, you made the tournament, but you're not going anywhere. You know, with the exception of a couple years, you're not going anywhere. You maxed out most of the time at the Sweet 16, and you had more first and second round exits overall. You know, and so, like, people become dissatisfied at some point.
2: Oh, and they will become – I mean, look, we're talking about Notre Dame fans here, right? The expectation is to win a national championship every year. Yes, That's, that's the unrealistic expectation every single year. That's not going to change, right? When you're talking about expectations from people that follow the team closely from a, you know, realistic standpoint, I think that every year you go in with a different, you know – scenario and a different perspective and all that. But what Marcus Freeman is doing is from a roster building standpoint, the, the, the floor is making the playoff. That's, that's the floor from, from here on out. I it's would pretty say much every
1: year is college. It has to it, be. It's playoff or bust, right? It
2: has to be. Yeah. I, I mean, you could say, okay, four out of five years, you got to make the playoffs three right. out of four years. You got to make what, whatever number you want to throw out there. You gotta make the playoff four out of five years. That's the expectation. Okay, you can have an off year. Nobody'll like it when they're in it, right? But when you look at the big picture, okay, you had an off year, whatever, back to what you normally do. Okay. I I'm fine with that. That should be the expectation. You're Notre Dame. You're not a freaking name. You should be in the playoff every year if it's 12 teams. You absolutely should be. It's how many games are they gonna win once they get in? Are they hosting? you know, a first round game, you know, that, then you get into the nuances and, you know, things of that nature, but that's going to vary from year to year, but every year I think should be the expectation to make the playoff. And I don't think that's unfair. I really don't. I don't think it's unfair to expect Notre Dame to be a top 11 team. I think you
1: have to, and I think that's, that's going to be their expectation every year, but it also can't like their own expectation can't just be, well, get to the playoffs. It's obviously got to be more than that. Because again, like you've, you've already been, you've been at a four team playoff and you lost these lopsided games. And again, you know, like spinning it back to what the expectations turn into. It's like, okay, that was great, but we got, we got our doors blown off a couple of times and that wasn't, that wasn't good enough, you know, and, and a lot of people you Brian in, included you know, were like want it, like it's time to move on from Brian yeah. Kelly he's he you know he's reached the ceiling he hit his that he's going yeah. to reach you have to go somewhere else and I, you know i was kind of you know i could see that that sort of line of thinking but there are other times it's like man they haven't been this good in in more than a couple of decades you know there's there's no assurances that you can do better but it does get you know? stale
2: though right i mean yeah we, it
1: definitely got stale the,
2: the message I think it's stale after a while as well. I think some of the things that you know coaches do or things that are happening in a program they get stale or or they become yeah, we got to kind of look at this a little bit closer maybe than we were looking at it before. Maybe winning some of those games, you know, blinded us to a couple of facts or a couple of things or allowed us to look in a different direction. And I think once you do something enough times, it's like okay, you're being successful. Yes. But are you being as successful as you can be? Is this the ceiling? I, I think that's what we have to ask ourselves as Notre Dame fans, as analysts or whatever, you know, it, is there a glass ceiling for Notre Dame? Can they ever win a national championship again? I think that's a legitimate question right now. Of course, I think it's a yes. I think they can, but they haven't won since I was seven. Well, and that's so, I mean, the thing. It's been a it's long time.
1: Like, is it getting easier or is it getting harder? You know, like mm-hmm. entry is getting easier because it went from 2012, only two teams get, you know, BCS championship game. That was it. Then they expand it to a four team playoff. Okay. They made it a couple of times in what an eight year, 10 year span or whatever it was. And now they're going to expand it to 12. But again, you've You've got to win 3 of those you've got to base you've got to win 3 times if you're right. Notre Dame because you're never going to have a first round bye. You've got to win 3 times to get to the championship. You've got to win 4 games in the playoff to win a national
2: championship. So. I would I would argue though that all of those teams that are top 4 have to win all those games too because the conference championship, you got to win that one in order to get a bye in the first place. Yeah. And so that's why I personally have no problem with Notre Dame not being able to be a top four and getting that bye. I, it doesn't matter to me because they get the bye while those other four teams are playing the, the conference oh, yeah. championship game. Those are playing games now, guys. If you lose the conference championship game, you're not getting a bye in the first round, right? So that's, well, a, pl- that's a play-in game. You that's have to not- be a conference champion to get a bye.
1: Well, to get a buy, yeah. That's to get I'm a buy. You've got to you be what you've got to be
2: right. one of the top
1: four conference champions right. to so, get a buy in the first round. Yeah. That
2: conference championship weekend, that is a play-in game to get a buy. Right. Notre Dame's sitting back not playing that Notre
1: game. Notre Dame doesn't have to play that. That's so, right. We've talked about that before. Either, Notre Dame is essentially yeah. giving up its right to have a buy. Because they don't they're have to play in a conference championship game. And like Brad asked if they would join a conference to get a home field advantage. They can get home field advantage without yeah, being you know in a in a conference. <clears throat> they they just don't get a first round bye. Like if they are undefeated, 12 and 0, they're going to be the number five seed, They'll be the
2: five seed, most right. likely.
1: Right. Yeah. And if you're the number five seed, you're going to get to host. A first round game
2: the group if of you, five team
1: at notre dame right if you're the five six seven or eight seed you would you if your seeds five through eight you would get to host a first round playoff game so that right. has nothing to do with whether or not you're in a conference so there's yep. no benefit you know there's there's no extra benefit to notre dame for being it the only benefit is you potentially would get a first round buy but right i mean all that does is you know okay okay just like, uh, I'm trying to, th- well, it it didn't affect either of the number one seeds this weekend. It almost affected the 49ers. They, like, they had a first-round yeah. buy. They almost lost to the Packers.
2: I mean, you know, Notre Dame so. just gets their buy a week ahead of everybody else. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. They, they just don't that's, get their bye the that's same That's actually
1: week. a really good way to look at it is yeah. they get a week to rest. Actually, they'll get a few more weeks to well, rest true. because there'll be, you know, like a gap in between when the playoffs actually start right. and all that kind of stuff. So, so they so. get
2: their buy ahead. They get their buy before the top four picks or you know the top four teams get their buy they, they all get buys last time i checked
1: so irish aj says winning three games versus winning two is a major advantage for the teams with buys i but mean you
2: still got to win the conference championship
1: right you have to win that conference championship game to right. get the buy so you still have to play a game
2: got to play it's, that game it's
1: just a matter of of it's really semantics. It's, it's right. just a matter like a show game all Like it's it's just a matter of where the game you know is played and what it means. Notre Dame doesn't have to play that. You know, the other teams all have to play that game potentially. Now, right. remember, there are also going to be non you know teams that don't even like third or fourth teams from a conference. You know, Big Ten, SEC, whatever it happens to be that are going to make the playoffs, right. Most likely they're not going to be I would say, you know, like if if you looked at it from a statistical perspective when I say most likely, most likely because they're not one of the top 2 teams in their conference, therefore not tough, playing though. in the conference championship game. They're probably also going to have to go on the road Right. You know, in and in the first round of the playoffs, they're not going to get to host a playoff game is what I'm it, saying.
2: It, yeah. Even
1: though they're not going to have to play in
2: that conference championship game. It's going to be tough with the, the conference realignment and everything else uh, for three teams from the same conference to make it on a consistent basis. You know what I mean? I, I think the winner and the, and the, and whoever they decide is the second best team, whether that's the team that lost you know, in the conference championship, or whether that's a team that maybe should have been in the conference championship, but wasn't. So now they're the number two team after the, you know, however you want to look at it. I think three teams getting in is going to be tough. So I still feel like those teams are going to still have an extra game that they had to play against a obvious top flight opponent, and now a top four seed in the playoff. So that's a, that's a tough game. And so make no mistake about it. Even though those teams are getting a buy, they're still playing a very difficult conference championship game to get that by in the first place. Right.
1: And then as Ant VR says, then for the teams that lose that conference championship game, but make the playoff, they're going to have to play an extra game. And again, that's, you know, they're not going to get a first round by because they lose that game and they're still going to have to play as many games as Notre Dame is going to have to play. So that's, again, that's, that's advantage Notre Dame advantage
2: Notre Dame. Clearly, because yes. they don't have to play in that conference championship game and take the lump of that loss. As right. Well. Because it's
1: not only are you playing in that game, but you're also because guys are playing in those games. There's there's always <laughs>
2: the, the inherent
1: risk of injury you know? and just anything else that can happen over the course of those games. Right. So, yeah. A couple other good points. We're made up here. Father David says, I'd rather have a home playoff game and not play in a conference championship game than a neutral site game with a bye plus the conference championship game.
2: All right. Hey, I'm, I'm on record. I would much rather have a game in December at Notre Dame Stadium against a group of five team or whoever it happens to be. Right. Um, absolutely. I'll take yeah. that all day long.
1: Then Irish AJ said, if the playoff game was this year, Georgia or Alabama would have both made it anyway, win or loss. So that 13th game in certain instances still gets them in the playoff. Yes, but...
2: But they still have to play again, the game. Again, like,
1: only, yeah, they still have to play the game and only the winner of that oof. game gets the bye. There's right. no guarantee of where the other team is going to end up being seated. Yeah, absolutely. And look at it like, you know... I think Georgia fell to what was it? I think they fell from first to sixth after losing to Alabama. I think so. Something like that. Now that's going to be curious to me is, you know, there's still like in this case, I think the committee this year had no choice because of where the, you know, the other teams and their records and all that stuff, but to probably drop Georgia as far as they did. But knowing that there's a 12-team field, I think that there's probably a greater chance that – now, they couldn't end up in the top four, again, because right. the bye situation, the fact that you have to be a conference champ. But say, say Georgia was unbeaten going in there, and they lose a close game to Alabama, and you've got a Notre Dame, for example, 12-0. Who's going to be the number five seed? Is it automatically sure. Notre Dame because they're undefeated, or might Georgia snake that spot? Which – essentially.
2: That's a fun debate, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I, I have no problem with that debate. You know what I mean? And I think the debate would have been going into that game, who's the number one team in the country? Is it undefeated Georgia? Is it undefeated Notre Dame? Right? And, yeah, I think that's a fun debate. I, I, I'm i here for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A, uh, well, I guess a little bit less than a year from now, about ten months or so from now, we'll be having that. What well, you know, I would love. We will be having that the, specific, the undefeated right? Notre
2: Dame debate. I would love to have right that debate for sure.
1: Because that's the other thing is when the playoffs expand next year. Tonight, basically, tonight is January twenty second. But a year from now, because remember we have a leap year and uh, all that I leap year, the national championship game is January twentieth. So basically. One year from now is when the 2025, you know, when the 2024 season 2025 national championship game will be played. So, like, that's how far back it's been. We're only – we're two weeks removed. Two weeks,
2: weeks, yeah. We're
1: two weeks removed Mm -hmm. from the playing of the national championship game. So, a year from now is when the next national championship college football game will be.
2: You know, it's interesting because, you know – They do a good job, or right now, and I don't even know if this is in any way planned, right? Because yes, college football is a big deal, but the NFL blows college football out of the water when it comes to ratings and all that. It just does. And once college football is over, it's all NFL playoffs. And it's, you know, you got when you got wild card weekend and you've got six games, you know, going on over a span of three days. And then you got the divisional round, you got the games that we just had. And then you're going to have the change. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't I don't want to say it's going to take the shine off the NFL playoffs because it's not. The NFL is still king, and it always will be. But <clears throat> I am very interested to see the interest level of the 12-team playoff as it's going head-to-head with the NFL playoffs, Sean.
1: No, I know. I've kind of been thinking about that and looking at – you know, because what happens when the college football season ends? You start getting NFL games on Saturdays. How's that going to, like, what's the schedule going to look like when you've got NFL, you, you're going to have NFL regular season and you're going to have NFL playoff games going on at the same right. time as, you know, college football playoff games throughout the, you know, late December and into, you know, like last weekend would have been the semifinals, the first weekend of the NFL yeah. playoffs, for example. What's that going to look like in terms yeah. of the schedule? Could you, I love how we're getting group texts right, right in the middle of our show from our boss, but I,
2: <laughs> I'm not cool enough. I didn't get that. At least oh, you didn't yet. get them. I don't think lucky so. you
1: lucky you, because they pop up on my screen and ding every time that we get one. <laughs> um, could you see one or the other play some Friday night games potentially, as opposed to uh, some Saturday games? Like, might they be, yeah. moved around a little bit? Now we did like the windows this past weekend. There, you know, there were some because I think we had what four thirty and then eight o'clock games and stuff like that, so you could still fit, you know, like a get, you know, like a college playoff game into the afternoon and and all that. I'd be okay with afternoon. Stuff
2: uh for for the college games I, I like college in the afternoon anyway you know save the nfl for the nighttime i guess i don't know it's gonna be <clears throat> it'll be <laughs> john says friday nights are for high school football there's no high school football there's no high school football
1: in january, no high football in january. sorry like, we're not we're not, ta- we're not talking about we're not talking about <laughs> yeah. november
2: no we're talking about now <laughs> Uh, we're talking
1: about ready. December and January. No, that was good. That was <laughs> yes, good Look stuff. outside. That was... There's no high school football. Yeah. being played. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's, there's none. Um, but no, I, I do think it'll be very interesting to see how they manage the schedule because college football would be just stupid to go head to head with the NFL. Like that, that would not be smart. You're going to have to schedule around the NFL. And I mean, the NFL just absolutely owns these last three weekends. let own them. So, you know, what's that going to look like?
1: Well, and as of right now, the games, the college football playoff games are supposed to stay with ESPN. It's not looking like it's going to be split up, you know, with multiple entities and stuff like that. And so you've got ESPN, ABC, obviously. Now, they they have like one game in each round of the playoffs. But you do still like you could put NFL on ABC just like they did this weekend. And still do a college football playoff game at the same time or you know, a little earlier in the day, or sure. whatever.
2: You know, one or o'clock before. game, yeah. you know, a noon game, one o'clock. Like that's yeah.
1: You okay. do run the risk of uh, you know, like in those the first round is and I actually I, I think I've got hang on just a second here because I do. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. I've got the exact schedule,
2: if I can find it.
1: Eh, It's not popping up
2: right here. Of course not. When you need it.
1: Not when I need it. It's not going to pop up. Why would it? Well, I'll see if I can find it later. I don't know where it went because I see all they already
2: have like the dates and stuff like ready? yeah that's what I was gonna say they have the
1: dates and like you know what games I don't know why it's not coming up here but that's life but uh but it will make things a little bit trickier
2: yeah it definitely will there's just no way around it because the NFL, I don't think is going to be cooperative. Right? They're no. just going to be like, "Look, here's what we do. You guys figure it out." And
1: that's what I was going to say. The NFL could easily swallow thing, you know, the whole thing up basically because of the like the NFL playoffs, especially like in December, you're still talking about NFL regular season games, so you can work around Sunday, right? You know, and I know I, I believe it's going to be like maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday is when those like in the first round games they'll actually will okay. be a Thursday game or two, if I okay. remember right, you know, so fine. yeah. But again, you know, the later you go, the the semifinals and the championship, the championship game is going to stay on a Monday. So you don't so know to dumb. worry about the
2: NFL there, but I hate yeah. that. I hate Monday night. I hate it.
1: <laughs> <sighs> they found their niche fence, you know, and again, they avoid the NFL. I know way. you don't have to worry about they Saturday do. and Sunday. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't understand why you don't put, college football's national championship game on a saturday yeah college football is played on saturday and everyone is especially in the winter it's like you're home on saturdays seems like a perfect time to do it you don't have to get up and go to work the next day and all that kind of stuff but
2: well you know if we happen to be intimately covering uh the national championship game i will not be going to work the next day so that yes yes that's absolutely right. Whether it's from this chair or elsewhere, I will not be going to work the next day.
1: So, so Jacob says, Does the college football playoff rank then seed the playoff based on ranks, or are they the same? For example, Notre Dame is the best team in the nation, ranked number one, but gets a five seed because they don't play and win a conference championship game. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so, like, yeah. So, like if Notre Dame was ranked the number one team in the nation going into conference championship weekend when the playoffs are announced after the conference championship games Notre Dame would at best always be the five yeah. seed basically
2: yep and everything else would be they would drop down to five and then everybody else would bump up and everything else behind them would be what they normally would be I mean the only the only criteria is you got to be a conference champion to have a top four and if you're not then you can't be and everything else just falls into place behind it so that's yeah, easy. Right. There's another
1: question. I think this was uh, not... <laughs> DK in his only DK way. So two college teams last longer in the playoffs than the Cowboys. Wow. I mean... Wow. Theoretically, it happens all the time, right? Like, you can't hurt me, DK. You can't hurt me. <laughs> you can't hurt me any more than Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones have already hurt me. Right. So. <laughs> It's just – that's just the way it is. It's fair. (laughs) John, how important is beating Texas A&M on the road?
2: I got to tell you, I think it's really important, to be honest with you. I think it's – I hate to put too much stock into game one of the season when we literally know nothing about the team from a gameplay standpoint. But I think it's pretty critical at this point because I think it's very much – like I know – They're not Ohio State. I know they're not Alabama. I know they're not Georgia. They're still an SEC opponent on the road with a very, very good head coach who has done yeoman's work in the portal to upgrade that roster after the guys have left. And that's that's a notch on your belt for your schedule. Based on the schedule next year, you can win that game. That could very well be your best win of the season. On the road, game one, who's ready for it? I think this could be similar to Ohio state last year in that it could springboard the rest of your season. And I know that's tough to say after game one, but that is how I feel about Texas A&M. I, I think this can springboard them in two different directions. You know, if they win this game and they do it in one a really <laughs> matter, they're going to, they're going to play and they're going to play really well the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if they lose that game, the season's over. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But if they lose that game, they're going to have to kind of regroup the wagons and figure out kind of what's going on. You know what I mean? Yep. There, there, there is no reason Notre Dame should lose this game. There, there's just not. They, they have the better roster. They have the better coaching staff. that They should win this game. Period. Completely agree.
1: Completely agree. And it is important. Of course, it's important. You know, it's a road game. You didn't play well on the road this year. You're going to have, as you said, all the things that you just said in terms of the roster. And the coaching staff, but you're also gonna have a lot, you know, you're gonna have um the core group back from a great defense, and you're but you're gonna have a really completely different offensive too deep depth chart oh, compared yeah. to what you had going into this season. Good news, Vince. Oh, what is it? I found next oh, year's yes. playoff schedule. I knew so, you would. so December 20th, later this year. One college football playoff game. December 20th is a Friday. December 21st, three games. That's a Saturday, obviously, since the 20th is Friday. So the 20th and 21st are the first four games. There's one game on a Friday, three games on Saturday.
2: Okay. i writing now, these down because this is intriguing to me.
1: And now remember... That, you know, because like we were talking about conflict with the NFL, that means that there would be um, minimal NFL conflict. You might have like an NFL game or two like that night, maybe something like that. But that's still the regular season. You're not going head to head with NFL playoff games. You're going head to head with NFL regular season games on the 21st, that Saturday. Now, so that is the first round quarterfinals. December 31st, one game. Not really sure why they're doing it this way. New Year's Eve, they're doing one game, the Fiesta Bowl. And that is a Tuesday. Fiesta Bowl on a Tuesday. Next day, New Year's Day, which, you know, I get it's New Year's Day. Three games. Peach Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Still with me? semifinals january 9th and 10th this is going to be thursday and friday which makes things very interesting you're going to have thursday night national semifinal let me see yeah 9th and 10th january 9th on a thursday the orange bowl january 10th the cotton bowl
2: on a friday and this is how they're avoiding the NFL. They're doing this it on is weekdays. how they're avoiding
1: the NFL. Yes, I'm glad we found this because yeah. this solves all the problems that we yeah. were, you know. Raising and then the twentieth, and then the twentieth the is the championship game on Monday.
2: So there you go. So there's no NFL conflict, dude. I hate to say it, you're telling me I'm gonna have high level football from Tuesday to Sunday, and well Thursday to Sunday in January, like January 9th So isn't that is that the divisional round? Or no, it won't be the divisional round yet. That'll be the last week of the regular season, right?
1: Let me think. The ninth this and 10th. year. Oh
2: man, I'm trying to remember. There's there's ten days in between. Oh yeah, that would be the divisional round. So you're telling me the divisional round we- when? Week 18 of
1: the NFL season. The final week of the NFL season was January 6th and 7th. Is that what you're asking? Like when well, yeah, the so, NFL's regular season ends?
2: But what so yeah, so the 9th and the 10th next year, based on what I think the calendar is going to look like, you're going to have Thursday, the Orange Bowl, Friday, the Cotton Bowl, Saturday, you could have NFL, two NFL playoffs. Games. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, you could have two to three NFL games, and Monday, you're going to have one to two NFL games. That's right. five straight days of playoff football, essentially. You, Bonanza, baby. That's you right. sign me up for that. You sign me up for that.
1: Exactly. That sounds
2: friggin' amazing to me. So... I guess I'm no longer worried about having to compete with the NFL and they're not well, stupid. And they didn't and I mean, you know, again, that. the
1: problem is solved there. You play on a Thursday and a Friday, you don't have to worry about it. That's how you avoid the NFL, obviously. And you've got yep. to, you yep. know, again, they had to kind of space those games out a little bit to Which make it happen. I get, but yeah. I, I think that also makes sense because as you get a little bit deeper into the playoffs, the games are bigger. You're playing more games than you've ever sure. played before in college, you're, you know, so you're also building in, you know, like a little bit more, you know, rest time. I will be curious to see what happens though, what, three or four years from now when new year's Eve and new year's day fall on the weekend. And yeah, you know, then you are going to be potential. You, you're, you you know, you're going to have a decision to make. Are you still going to play those games, new year's Eve and new year's day, or are you going to bump them up again? You know, like to a Thursday or Friday, like do Thursdays and Fridays, Become a little bit more the norm for the playoffs because, sure. you know, of, you know, like where New Year's happens to fall and that kind of stuff to avoid the NFL. Can you Because imagine- I think you have to. I think you have to just look at the ratings. You have to avoid it.
2: Yes. Can you imagine, Sean, following, I, let's just say Notre Dame for sake of argument. So Notre Dame wins on Friday the 20th. Okay. And so they're moving on to the Rose Bowl, whatever. I'm just making things up. Mm -hmm. So now you've got to fly out to California for the Rose Bowl, which, okay. I mean, that sounds okay. Whatever. Then let's say they win that one. Then you've got to fly to either Texas or Florida for the Orange Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) And then you get to fly someplace else. Like that's going to be crazy. And
1: I think that was one of the, uh, you know, concerns about just how much will college football fan bases travel for multiple games when you're talking about
2: three, four games. I mean, a football fan base like Notre Dame will because you're never going to have
1: to worry about a Notre Dame because you've got fans all over the country. But regional
2: teams, it's going to be a lot more difficult, a lot more difficult. Right.
1: And like the, you know, like the burden on the families, for that matter, you know, like how I'm, I'm not sure yeah. exactly what'll be covered yeah, and what won't point. be covered, and stuff like that, and you know. But then, even then, it's like you got to take off work, and there's there's you know there's there's a lot to it. Like if you're someone who's going oh, to try yeah. to go to every playoff game, there's Man. there's there's a lot of expense and there's a lot of travel and a lot of mm-hmm. other factors that you have to.
2: Like those make, are right in the middle of your vacation week. days. <laughs> those are right in the middle of the work week. Uh huh. You know, and usually these big bowl games, it's not a fly in the day before. Cover the game, fly out. That's usually not how it goes. You know what I mean? There's days of events and things leading up to. It. I mean, that's how these bowl games make money. It's you've got the parades and you've got the the pep rallies and you've got the taking the team here and we're taking the team there. And you gotta cover it, and you gotta do all these different like so, even from a media perspective, usually for a bowl game, you're down there for like a week anyway. Now that's probably gonna truncate, I would imagine, but still, there's a lot of question marks about how these things are going to get covered about how these things are going to just everything all about it. It's going to be very interesting to see for sure. For sure.
1: Uh, By the way, I wanted to get this in from Ant VR. I'm not sure if he's still here or not. I think he's throwing a couple other, he, she is throwing a couple other questions in. What's the off season schedule for IB nation sports talk. Basically we're here, baby, you know, Monday through Friday, As long as things work right, you know, what's what's complicating things right now is my women's basketball schedule, yep. traveling with Notre Dame women. And even, you know, like there's a ACC women's basketball plays every Thursday and every Sunday. Sunday, obviously, is not an issue for the show, but Thursday, I'm pretty much always going to have a conflict. And if they're on the road, then I'm going to have a conflict Wednesday and Thursday. And in the case of this past week, we stayed out east. East. Yeah. In you know, in Virginia and went straight to uh to North Carolina for the Wake Forest game. So it just and you know, and Vince was sick, you know. Yeah. So we only had a couple of shows last week. Well. In general, the plan is to have shows Monday through Friday, but yes. it's it's also depending on who's available to do shows. Right? Yeah. So that's that's the and like you know, again, I'm gonna be traveling this Friday because we're, you know, they're they actually have their acc by this weekend but they're playing saturday night at uconn so that means we have to travel on friday so you know with your with your buddy on the call that's right gus johnson calling the game on tv this weekend i hope you sit right next to him (laughs) have a gusgasm yeah i want to be right there Um, Andre said he was at the Notre Dame wake women's game yesterday and asked if I was there. Yes, I was. He says it was a very pro Notre Dame crowd. Not surprised. I was, if you saw the Notre Dame bench, Andre, I don't know where you were sitting, but if you were looking, looking at the bench, you know, like from the other side of the floor, if you were looking at Notre Dame's bench, I would have been just to the right. Of the bench. If you were looking at it from behind the bench, I would have been just to the left of the bench. Well, oh, so you were you right have, there. You could have seen my bulbous,
2: graying, balding head. Oh, I always
1: identify you. <laughs> yes, so do I. When I see the photos, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, right? I've been. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I have been. I've decided to take it upon myself to complain about the fact that they always use the TV audio when they're showing highlights uh on social media by notre dame i don't know why they don't use yours it makes no sense to me i don't and know what to say to that i, I gotta tell that. you i gotta tell you and it's it's completely me doing it it is not uh being pushed by sean styers in any way but i gotta tell you some of the announcers that do these women's games on tv they're not great you got great in-house people <laughs> use it use it
1: didn't have to pay him a dime to say it. I appreciate.
2: That. I'm just disappointed in the <laughs> in the Fighting Irish media that they're just it. It, it feels lazy to me, Sean. That's what the level costs. of content, right? I mean, uh, come on, just just splice it together. Audio, videos, splice it together. It
1: Maybe I'm hard. not good enough. I don't know. They've oh, used you know, they've disagree. used Burmeister on the football calls. I know that. We all work for the same place, theoretically. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Do say hello, Andre. I'm. A, I always. I always enjoy it when I'm. You know, walking at a women's basketball game, and I get, "Hey, are you Sean Stires?" And the first thing I want to say is, "Depends."
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's asking?
1: But most of them have been IB guys and gals, and that's always fun getting to uh, to see some of the people who watch and listen and and all that kind of stuff. Carlos. Coming up in rapid fire, we'll Ooh, talk about yes. all about. I haven't asked you about
2: this. I'm, I'm interested to see which direction we yes. go on this.
1: DK, by the way, on the subject of uh, the show says, Jesse could have covered, take the training wheels off. He's ready. He was actually floating the idea of doing a solo was mailbag. He? Was he really? Yeah.
2: That would have been so, amazing. If
1: you want a solo Jesse mailbag, the only, the only issue was, I think by the time he suggested it, I might have been riding a bus on the way to the arena Oh, yeah so because i would have to be the one
2: who you know gets all the back end stuff set up and you know how that goes well we can talk about the other stuff but like his access is not one where he can pull up questions
1: uh oh that's true we would have to work on that as well yeah which we need to do
2: anyway because he needs to be able to star stuff and like be involved yeah
1: it definitely helps when we're doing mailbag shows yes like if, if you and i
2: are doing right
1: you can hit the star yes 100%. we're getting in the weeds on on you know making the sausage and all that well still needs to happen